Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Life Purpose with LC, who is me, your host of this podcast. If you are new listening, welcome. If you don't know who I am, my name is Lindsay Cormier, but you can call me LC. And welcome to my podcast where you'll get to learn so much about yourself. That is one of my main focuses. But on that note, I'm in another situation of it is almost 1 a.m. And those that know me, I'm in bed by 9.30 every night on a consistent schedule. For the last two nights, this being the second, I've had a really hard time shutting my brain off. And I know why, because there's something heavy on my heart and I need to get it out. So last night I was going to sneak out of bed and record this podcast, but I eventually was able to calm my mind and get some sleep. But tonight it was again. So I snuck out of my room. My boys are asleep. My husband's snoring, so also keeping me awake. And I don't really want to disturb him. So I decided to sneak out, grab a shake because I was also feeling hungry. And I don't sleep well when I'm on complete empty and my stomach is telling me I'm hungry. So I grabbed a shake. I'm in my office. I'm trying to be relatively quiet and hopefully my sound comes through my podcast okay. But for those of you who don't know, yesterday being April 28th, 2022, was a national day of mourning. And for those who aren't aware, it is new to society and community and the awareness is starting to spread. Um, But it is an opportunity to raise awareness of workplace safety and remembering workers who have either been killed, injured, or suffered illness due to workplace-related hazard and to honor all the loved ones, friends, colleagues who have been deeply affected by workplace tragedies. And I literally just read that off actually a Canadian news event website. I will link it at the bottom of this episode for more information and research and awareness. And why it's sitting on my heart so heavy, more than the obvious reasons of those who have been affected. I really wanted to talk about it last night, it being the day, but I mean... (laughs) Life gets busy, right? And that's okay. But um, it's really heavy on my heart because I am a victim of workplace injury. Sorry, I had to take a long pause. My cat's trying to get into my office and it honest to gosh, scared the jeebers out of me. Okay. Hopefully he can't get in. (laughs) I am a victim of a workplace injury. And again, many of you may already know this story and some will be like, what? Tell me more. So the story always gets better because I either forget pieces. So even if you don't do know the story, stay with me. But when I was 19, I was working a landscaping job, side job, um, before I went off to college. And I 
I had no idea what I was doing as a landscaper, uh, 19 young. Um, I was just honestly, uh, I had gotten this job through a connection and of someone I knew and, uh, I was just like wanting to make some money before college, right? Who, who wouldn't want to. And so it was my third day on the job and like day one, day two, like I wasn't really given anything like protection wise for my eyes. And I like would go, I was still living at home with my mom and she was like, are you, are you wearing safety glasses? Like trying to be and a great mom that she is now being one, I understand where she was coming from a hundred percent. And I was like, well, no. And like, I've kind of asked and I, I have sunglasses and whatnot. And so day three, my mom actually was out shopping for me for safety glasses so I could have them. But unfortunately that same day while I was at work, I was in a situation of using just like your hand scissors to like do some tree trimming and branch trimming and that kind of stuff. And it was not on a very large tree. So just enough to use those hand scissors. But unfortunately, the um, way that the tree was and where it was planted, like up against a concrete building, the branch had snapped back, hit this wall and went directly smack onto my right eye. And the impact of it was one traumatizing to the point that like, I just dropped everything that was in my hands and the person I was working beside was like, Oh my gosh, are you okay? And I was like, no, I, I can't see. I couldn't physically see it of my right eye. It was all blacked out and I, we had to like manually open my eye for me to like then realize everything was black and like things were ringing and essentially what I found out later with a eye surgeon, <laughs> I skipped, well, we didn't skip the hospital. We tried to get to the hospital and we had, we got rushed to an emergency eye surgeon and he had told me that like, I was so concussed from the impact and like, I didn't even cry at first cause I was just like in like terrified shock, if you could imagine. And yeah, I, at his office, I was throwing up. So like the person that was with me, had to get me gravel to like control that because when you throw up, you actually release pressure to your head, which was causing more stress and trauma to my brain and eyes. So we got that controlled. <laughs> and I mean, I really want to keep my episodes a little shorter. So I mean, I'm going to do a really quick Coles note because I've told the story enough times to, to then get to my point of the awareness with the national day of mourning. So long story short, I was on bed rest at the age of 19, summer before college for, well, the whole summer <laughs> until it was done and some more time of like really recovering um, because of the trauma of the eye and I had ble internal bleeding going on and like my retina, I learned so much about the eye anatomy at a young age. My retina was one millimeter away from being detached from my brain. And if you know anything about the eye anatomy, you know, that's phew, red zone, scary stuff. So I was um, bed rest, like 
for the first little while, no lights, nothing, no screen time, like nothing. Don't lift anything over two pounds, like bad and scary. And long story short is that they couldn't do, I was monitored for a long time from the beginning and on. And then, um, they couldn't do anything major until my eye was fully 100% healed and a surgeon was ready to do work. It was eight months from my accident, which interesting enough of me recording this next week marks, let me do quick math. 14 years that this happened to me. <laughs> 33 take away 19. Um, and anyways, so it wasn't until eight months after that actual accident, I was able to get surgery and it wasn't a major surgery. Uh, they had discovered that they couldn't do anything like corrective for it at the time, but I had developed a cataract on my eye, which if you don't know what they are, it's a, um, hazy, cloudy film that goes over your eye and generally older generations or as you age, you can develop them and it affects your eyesight. So the surgeon was in hope that he was going to remove that cataract and like other patients, generally it's a quick procedure. It's a quick three day recovery and you're good to go again is the hope. I got warned going into the surgery at now almost 20 that, um, there's a big risk that it's not just a cataract and that my retina got like permanently damaged and you may be, um, blind or affected with your sight in that eye. And I said, Oh, okay. Like no problem. Like willing to take the risk. So I got this procedure all went well. A couple of days went by my surgeon got in touch with me and was in touch with me the first three days. And I was like, yeah, like things aren't really improving. Went into his office, got looked at. And then they had finally, um, determined that it was my retina that is permanently damaged. And I got monitored for years after I had six months checkups. I graduated to year checkups and that's where I still stand. <laughs> so it's like I graduated from, the whole journey. And that's exactly what it was. And it's almost 14 years in the making of accepting it. So, um, anyways, long story short, I was a WSIB claim being injured at the workplace and the adventuring, even being involved in WSIB was a learning lesson on its own. Also at a young age, and anyways, I was a WSIB claim and throughout the time, like I couldn't work for quite some time just in my initial recovery and stuff. So it all worked out in the end. And like I said, I learned so much, um, and some, but like I said, I'm going to try to cap this because I really just want to emphasize my experience as a victim of being injured at work. And the awareness of the severity of what could happen to someone at work or on the job site or line of duty and how things can literally change for you in the moment. And it's scary. I mean, I'm again, I'm here to tell you that story, but 
I can't imagine if it was, you know, you, and you've heard the stories, right, from the spectrum of mild to death. And it's just spreading that awareness of like being aware of your surroundings at work, thinking of the safety measures that you should be doing, even if you think or are trying to be a hero, don't do it. And it's an ongoing joke with my eye. Like we have so, me and my people have so many inside jokes about my eye and I probably make them the most. And it's funny because people will meet me and hear the story and they're like, what? I'm like, I know, I know it's crazy, but um, yeah, like it's crazy just because uh, lost my train of thought. Here I go again. It will come back to me. But anyways, um, being a victim and going through everything was just crazy. And to, to know that people go through this like all the time at the workplace, my awareness is just, yes, knowing your surroundings, knowing the safety restrictions. <laughs> this is what I was getting at. I always say to my friends who are doing anything, because my experience was I didn't have eye protection. And if we're doing something and I notice that they should have some sort of protection, especially when it comes to the eyes from experience. And I'll say, oh, you should be wearing safety glasses. And um, they're like, oh, no, 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 like I'm good. I'm like, okay, well, if something happens, don't say I didn't tell you so because look who you're talking to. I kind of thought the same thing once. It goes back to that mindset. I thought, oh, well, like they, they don't have safety glasses and I don't have any. So like, I'll be okay. And like my sunglasses were on me, but they weren't when I got hit with that stick in the eye. They were there on my forehead because I, on my top of my head in my messy bun because I forgot about them or tucked away somewhere. I don't know, but I wasn't wearing safety protection on my eyes. And I am a, an example of that getting injured at work. So my awareness and message is like, just know your surroundings because it could save your eyesight. It could save your right arm. It could save your life if it comes to that. I know that we all, uh, some most know the story of my accident and though it didn't happen at work, it was an impacted by work, right? Cause I was working, I was burnt out and I was almost taken then too. Right. So I feel like it's just really heavy on my heart of like, it was a really huge reflection piece for me yesterday and I had known about this day because I heard it on the radio a few times leading up to uh, yesterday and once with my husband and I said oh yeah and it just like really hit me about like how far I've come to the severity of it all and what could happen for other people as well and what are is happening to people and if you can spread awareness or just be more aware yourself, that's all I ask for. Just really evaluate what you're doing in the moment at work and your surroundings. And I mean, corporation, we you should be getting trained on that stuff, right? We've all been doing like health and safety and all the hazardous stuff and everything. But I mean, with the shift in the world, with how so many people are private business owners or entrepreneurs or like you're on the go and like whatever, it still counts for you. And even at the workplace, sometimes we just forget, right? Again, I forgot or didn't put A and B together to put 
safety protection on my eyes. And so, yeah, it's like, I've just really reflected personally on my experience to not only think of how far I've come up with it and how it's just like been a piece of me since then, but it's just realizing like how much it was a part of my story this whole time and scary to think, right? That these things happen and sometimes we don't really know how scary or severe they can be until you walk through an experience. And I don't wish that upon anyone. That's why I'm sharing my stories because I get to tell them. You get to take something out of it. You get to take it as a learning opportunity or an awareness of your surroundings or perspective on things. And that's why I'm here to tell you guys, right? It was heavy on my heart. It's been affecting my sleep apparently. And one big thing I'm trying to really honor is my eyes need more sleep than the average person also because of how much work my eyes do. So, um, I mean, my husband teases me all the time because I fall asleep during like movies and shows or like my head hits a pillow and I'm gone. But like I work busy, busy days, right? You guys know that. I am always focused on something, being a photographer and a mindset coach and a mama and wife and hustler, right? So my eyes do a lot of work in the day as do everyone's. Um, and I love reading, but my eyes get tired really quickly. So my eyes need extra sleep because my left eye that does all the work gets tired of doing all the work. And my right eye, which is my injured eye, it is trying to work because there's some vision there, but like next to none. I always like to explain it to people like I couldn't see a large size letter that the eye doctor does or a little tiny letter at all. Like there's no in between or nothing. And um, so my right eye is trying to work because there's a little bit of it there. So it gets tired and like how your eyes work with your brain, like they cross over and like, so I'm tired. So when I hit the pillow, yes, I'm gone. And so for me to be aware of why this is keeping me up, like my boys go to sleep early too. And I'm like usually with them, but the last two nights, it's just been really heavy on my heart. And I think it's why I haven't been able to sleep because my head hits the pillow and it starts spinning, right? The bedtime brain spins. So I can't believe I almost wrapped that up in 20 minutes. <laughs> Proud of me because <laughs> I am trying to keep them limited. I know time is precious and I know you guys always don't have time to listen to maybe a 40 or 45 minute podcast. I get it. And the same way. So I hope you guys got something out of that today, no matter how or when. And if it's just anything, it's just be aware of your surroundings. Be safe. Think of yourself before you do anything cautious ever, even outside of work or during work, right? 
like I said, one small little move can change your life. And remember guys, follow your heart, trust the process. And remember that everything that happens to you is happening for you. And it's all part of discovering and creating your purpose in this life. And I really want to add that hearing that statement out loud myself that I wrote from my heart also makes me connect how that story I just shared with you about me in my eye, um, it happened to me and it happened for me and it was a huge, huge life milestone journey that will live with me forever that has led me to a moment like this, which is part of my own purpose. So until next time, guys, stay well and be safe.